0: Good morning. Good morning! We want to welcome you to the Presbyterian Church on Addishtoe Island. It's a joy to have you all here this morning and if you missed the delicious breakfast next door this morning we're sorry you missed it because I think Ross and Kelly truly enjoyed all the sausage. We want to thank the, the um, Christian Education Committee for providing breakfast for everyone. And before we begin I have just a few announcements. Um, if We love to have visitors especially first-time visitors and if you are a first-time visitor if you will please raise your hand we have a special gift for you no one has raised their hand well we are glad oh right here good we're certainly glad to have everyone with us today online and in person Uh, should you need it a restroom is underneath the stairs on this side of the sanctuary. There are friendship pads in all of the pews. Please sign and let us know that you joined us today. The nursery is in the ministry center. It's open to anyone six and under at any time during the service. The flowers in the sanctuary today are given to the glory of God in honor of Jim and Linda Murray's 60th wedding anniversary now we all know they must have got married when they were 10 but congratulations to the Murray's Presbyterian women will meet tomorrow with refreshments in the fellowship hall beginning at 9:45, beginning and following with the study celebrating Sabbath accepting God's gift of rest and delight and all women are invited and encouraged to attend. And if you've never been to a Presbyterian Women greeting or session, it is a lot of fun and lots of good food. Family night supper resumes this Wednesday at 6 p.m. in the Fellowship Hall. Bring a dish to share and join us for fun and food and fellowship. Looks like all we're gonna do this week is eat. We ate this morning, we're eating tomorrow, we're eating Wednesday. Fresh Express, another food item, returns to the parking lot this Thursday beginning at 11, no, excuse me, 1 p.m. They do need help with distribution, and if you can help at all, please contact Bonnie Gary or Brenda Barnes to see how you can help. The adult choir rehearses Thursday at 5 p.m. Oh, and I'm getting a no-no from Cherie in the choir loft, so I'm gonna stop with that announcement. Um, A congregational meeting to elect new elders will be next Sunday, September the 18th, after worship. Worship committee will also meet next Sunday after worship to finalize plans for, yes, Advent. Please check your bulletin and the flash for more details on these and upcoming events. Now let us attune our hearts to worship as we hear the prelude. Please stand and join me in the call to worship that you'll find in your bulletin. Someday the house of God will stand on the highest mountain. God will show us what is fair and put an end to our fighting. Come, people of God please bow for our opening prayer thank you God for gathering us here in your holy house to sing and pray to speak and listen to wonder and grow teach us by your word and fill us with your spirit that we may go out sharing your great love with all our neighbors in Jesus' name, amen. Let us remain standing while we sing him Who is my neighbor, which is printed in your bulletin.
1: Please be seated. That was good singing this morning. Thank you. Friends, we share in Jesus' baptism, and because we share in the baptism of Christ, we know that nothing, not sin and not even death, can separate us from God's love. Trusting in that love, let us then together confess our sin. May we pray the prayer printed in the bulletin. Holy God, you have called us to love you with heart, mind, soul, and strength, and to love our neighbors as ourselves. But if we are honest, we know that sometimes we hurt each other, and fail to keep our promises to you. Forgive us, God of grace. Teach us day by day to turn away from what is wrong and turn to you in faith. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. May we pray silently. Amen. Will you stand with me for the assurance of pardon? Hear the good news. We are dead to sin and evil and alive to God and Jesus. Now we can walk in new life. In Jesus Christ, we are forgiven. Thanks be to God. Forgiven in Christ, we are called to forgive one another and live together in peace. During our season of peace, we will share the peace of Christ with one another during worship. Realizing that some are sharing in touch through hugs or handshakes, and some are more comfortable with waves or smiles or even the peace sign, I encourage you to share a symbol of peace with your neighbors today, respecting our varied methods of doing so. The peace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.
0: Let us bow our heads for the prayer of illumination. God of all beauty, goodness, and truth, open our hearts to your word and guide our feet by your spirit so we can shout and sing from the mountaintops the good news of your peace through Jesus our Lord. Amen. Our Old Testament reading today comes from Deuteronomy. Chapter 10, verses 17 through 21. For the Lord your God is God of gods and Lord of lords, the great God, mighty and awesome, who is not partial and takes no bribe, who executes justice for the orphan and the widow, and who loves the strangers, providing them with food and clothing. You shall also love the stranger, for you are strangers in the land of Egypt, You shall fear the Lord your God, him you shall serve, to him you shall hold fast, and by his name you shall swear. He is your praise, he is your God who has done for you these great and awesome things that your own eyes have seen.
1: This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. like to invite any children here this morning to come and share in a time together. Good morning. Good morning, boys and girls. If I said it's a beautiful day, what do you think I mean? God gave us a beautiful day, yeah, it's nice and sunny outside, anything else, what Grace, nothing, nothing, one more, it's a good day to go to the park, yeah, that's right, so today we are celebrating That it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. And I have to say, it did turn out to be a pretty beautiful day outside with what you said, the sun or maybe going to the park or maybe some people are going to go after church and have a creek float, right? It's a perfect day to do that. But I also want us to think about some other ways that our day can be or become beautiful. So we were in the fellowship hall having breakfast, and we were talking about a special man by the name of Mr. Rogers, Fred Rogers. And he had a TV show for a very, very long time when I was a child. You guys probably know Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood. That's more your, your age. And that's basically the same show, just with cartoons instead of the real people. So Mr. Rogers helped to teach us And Daniel Tiger helps to teach you guys how we can have a beautiful day by what we do, not necessarily by how the weather is outside. And over in the fellowship hall, we talked about things like being kind. We can be kind to one another, and that helps people have a a beautiful day. Think about other things. What are things that we can do to make our neighborhood a beautiful place? Any thoughts? Make friends with your neighbors. Yeah, just maybe even saying hello. That's a good start, right? There might be people here in our sanctuary this morning that you've never met before. Maybe before we leave, we can make sure that we say hello to those people and introduce ourselves so that we have an opportunity to become friends. Yeah, any other ideas that we can do to make our neighborhood a beautiful place? How about any any big children? Any ideas? You know, Um, One of you all pointed out to me that we have something on the calendar every single day this week except Friday. And if you're like me, you're going to be resting on Friday. So we're not going to put anything on the calendar on Friday. But we have opportunities every single day this week to come to church and get to know people or come and and distribute food and help to serve people. That's a a way that we can make our, our place more beautiful, right? Sharing in food and resources yeah there's a lot of things that we can do so this week and in the weeks to come i want you to think about the ways that we can make our neighborhood or our days more beautiful as we declare it's a beautiful day and it doesn't just mean the weather right can we do that all right let's have our prayer together lord we thank you for the lessons that come to us from people of faith all over we thank you for the ways in which They share wisdom like Mr. Rogers has done with us today. Help us to make our neighborhoods, our communities, our church, and our homes a beautiful place to honor you. We love you. Amen. Thank you very much. You can return to your pew, or if your parents would like, you can go to the nursery. We give our attention now to the gospel reading as it comes to us from the gospel according to Luke, chapter 10, verses 25 through 37. Hear now again a story from the book that we love. An expert in the law stood up to test Jesus. Teacher, he said, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, What is written in the law? What do you read there? He answered, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all of your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. And he said to him, You have given the right answer. Do this, and you will live. But wanting to vindicate himself, he asked Jesus, And who is my neighbor? But a Samaritan, while traveling, came upon him, and when he saw him, he was moved with compassion. He went to him and bandaged his wounds, treating them with oil and wine. Then he put on him, put him on his own animal, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. The next day he took out two denarii, gave them to the innkeeper, and said, Take care of him. And when I come back, I will repay you whatever more you spend. Which of these three do you think was a neighbor to the man who fell into the hands of robbers? He said, the one who showed him mercy. Jesus said to him, go and do likewise. Let us pray. Dear God. Let some word that is heard be yours, amen. Let some word that is heard be yours. That's the prayer that Mr. Rogers said before every filming of an episode. Let some word that is yours be heard. I'm not sure if there is anyone who's my age, around my age, who doesn't know and remember Mr. Rogers. He was gentle, soft-spoken, and humble. Yet he became a giant in the television industry, and at least for my generations, a role model for us. I remember his classic red sweater, changing his shoes before each show and singing along with the opening song that we sang over in the fellowship hall this morning. But more than that, I remember the lessons that he taught me and other children across our country, lessons on how to be a friend, how to appreciate our feelings and the feelings of others. How to be a positive part of our neighborhood and our community and how to continue to low learn and grow each and every day these skills that make it truly a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Mr. Rogers is attributed to saying many wonderful things, but one of them is this. He said, frankly, there isn't anyone you couldn't learn to love once you've heard their story. We all have stories. And really, what we want as we share in relationship with each other, as we learn how to be good neighbors and good friends, as we create a community of peace, unity, and beauty, what we want is to share our stories. I remember watching Mr. Rogers on PBS. I can still see him listening to the other characters intently really listening to hear them. I can visualize even his posture, how he would turn toward that character, lean into them, whether they were one of the real guests that came knocking at his door or when he was out in his neighborhood or even if it was just with Trolley, who would come in ringing its bell to take us around to the neighborhood of make-believe. And yeah, while they were all characters in a TV show, that experience became real as they discussed real-life topics and shared real-life stories. Now, Fred Rogers produced more than 900 episodes of his TV program, during which he gently guided children and children at heart through some pretty tough topics stories, and important lessons. One of those stories that he shared still has a big impact on me today. I remember he came home, and after changing into his cardigan and switching out his sneakers, he discovered that one of the goldfish in his aquarium was dead. And now throughout the course of the episode, he discussed death as he went through the process of saying goodbye and burying this goldfish. I was eight years old when this episode aired. And to this day, I still remember the story that he told about his dog also dying when he was a young boy. And he told that story and he discussed all those big and hard feelings that he felt I remember listening to his story, learning about death and grief and feelings associated with it, but by the way that he shared this story, I also learned a little bit about empathy too, although I didn't know the word empathy. I remember feeling those big feelings for Mr. Rogers as he told his story about his dog. And then I remember feeling sad for others who had maybe lost a pet or someone that they loved. Maybe the reason that I remember this episode so vividly is because not long after it aired, my best friend lost her grandparents. Remember, we were eight, and I remember thinking, wow, she must have some big feelings. I wonder how I can be her friend. Mr. Rogers taught me that. I wonder what you might have learned from Mr. Rogers. One of the things that he liked to do, and it was a part of the movie that came out a few years ago, It's a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, is he liked to ask people to stop and just reflect He said, think about all those people that loved you into being. What did you learn from them? How are you who you are today because of them? I never knew Mr. Rogers, but he certainly loved me into being. Now, certainly, whether you've watched the show or not, you can associate Mr. Rogers with singing It's a Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. From this song alone, I remember learning, as we shared together in the children's time, that it can be a beautiful day, whether the sun is out and the weather is fine or not. Because what makes our neighborhoods beautiful? Why we can declare that it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood every day Is us. Namely, it's the relationship that we share as neighbors. So while we can't control the rain or the storms or any cloudy skies, we can influence the peace that we have among our neighbors and work towards positive, peace-filled relationships with one another. Mr. Rogers was not only a genius in television and screenwriting, he was a master puppeteer. He was the puppeteer for most of the puppets on his television show. If you've read anything about him or seen him on interviews, you'll know that he was also just a really cool dude. But I think the most interesting fact is that Fred Rogers was an ordained Presbyterian minister. He had attended the Pittsburgh Theological Seminary, one of our accredited Presbyterian schools. He was ordained in 1963. In his ministry over the next four decades was Christian education and formation for young children. He was ordained by the Presbytery in Pittsburgh to his service in television, sharing the gospel by living the gospel. Living the gospel out through modeling the gospel in his relationships on screen that he shared with his neighbors. Every day he preached to millions of children as he demonstrated who his neighbor is and how to live with our neighbors in ways that pleases God and promotes peace aside from his public ministry through television, Mr. Rogers was a person of great faith and prayer. He regularly prayed for his new friends that he met by name. He encouraged others to live a life grounded in Christ and in the peace of God. And while we give Fred Rogers rightly great accolades for his ministry, he's not the first person that helped us to define who our neighbor is. He's not the first person that showed us how to live neighborly. Take a moment to look back at the words of the anthem today that are printed in your bulletin. Jesus teach us to be neighbors. Jesus teaches us to be neighbors. He lived his life in a way that models love and service and prayer for others, offering arms of welcome, sharing in faith, counseling, consoling one another, all while joining together in true community in a neighborhood. And today in Luke's gospel, Jesus shares with us a parable, teaching us who our neighbors are, and in it, Jesus really reinterprets the meaning of a neighborhood for us. A neighbor is not someone who lives close by or is in your immediate community. The Samaritan that was passing by on the road to Jericho didn't live nearby, couldn't have. He was a Samaritan. He was probably at least a 24 hour walking distance away when he was on that road to Jericho, yet it is the Samaritan who becomes the neighbor by helping and being a friend to the one in distress. And to redefine who is our neighbor even further, Jesus adds these other two intentional characters. First the priest. The priest would have been designated in that community as a holy person. Likely, he was on his way home from a service at the temple in Jerusalem. Likewise, the Levite. A Levite was a member of the priestly tribe of Levi who was given commission yet again as another holy person to labor within the bounds of certain geographical areas to serve basically as a local pastor. but neither of these two responded neighborly to the person in distress. Instead, it's the Samaritan, the one who not only lives at a far distance, but, as we sang in our opening song, the one who was despised. The Samaritan wasn't thought of as a holy person, not even a good person. Samaritans were looked down upon. That rivalry was as old as time in that land. But Jesus showed us that history didn't matter. What mattered, what was important, is how each person responded to the other in need. Frankly, there isn't anyone you couldn't learn to love once you've heard their story. Neighbors then don't have to live next door to one another. Neighbors don't have to be like us or think like us or even worship like us. Neighbors become neighbors because they care. What was it the text said? Because he had compassion. And as people who care, as people who share compassion, we want to listen to one another's stories. We want to grow and deepen in relationship and to share a beautiful day in the neighborhood every time that we get together. Mr. Rogers, after 30 some seasons of his program, passed away due to stomach cancer in 2003. But his teachings live on through millions of children those children who are now adults and who were greatly blessed by him. In his soft-spoken, always gentle, ever-reassuring words, we heard the word. We learned to love and to respect our neighbors. We learned to listen to the stories of others. And I can almost hear Jesus saying, go, go. Go and do likewise. Today we kick off our programmatic year at the Presbyterian Church. And we hope to declare today and all days that it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. As we join together in worship and study and Christian formation and service and fellowship and yes, Lou, eating a lot. There are many opportunities here at PCEI to become community, to be neighbors, to be neighbors to one another that are already here, but also to invite and become neighbors with those who are not here with us this morning. I encourage you this week and in the coming weeks to check your flash that comes in your email. It has a list of all of these opportunities Um, There's flyers over in the Ministry Center, too, I'm sure, left on the tables unless the CE committee already cleaned them up. Oh, they're cleaned up, but they're over there. We can get them to you. It just has so many wonderful things that we can do together to become neighbors and to make a beautiful day in our neighborhood. So I just want to leave you with one last thought. It's not my thought, but it's what Mr. Rogers said at the close of every single episode that he produced. He said, you always make each day a special day. You know how? By just being you. There's only one person in the whole world that's like you, and that's you. And people can like you exactly the way you are. May it be so. Amen. Our affirmation of faith this morning is an excerpt from a brief statement of faith. I've set it up so that it's done in call and response if you will participate if you feel called where the words are bolded. I ask you to stand with me now as we declare our faith together. God is faithful still We trust in God, whom Jesus called Abba, Father. In sovereign love, God created the world good and makes everyone equally in God's image, male and female, of every race and people, to live as one community. God is faithful still. But we rebel against God, we hide from our Creator. Ignoring God's Commandments, we violate the image of God in others and ourselves, accept lies as truth, exploit neighbor and nurture nature, and threaten death to the planet entrusted to our care. We deserve God's condemnation, yet God acts with justice and mercy to redeem creation. God is faithful still. In everlasting love, the God of Abraham and Sarah chose a covenant people to bless all families of the earth. Hearing their cry, God delivered the children of Israel from the house of bondage. God is faithful still. Loving us still, God makes us heirs with Christ of the covenant. Like a mother who will not forsake her nursing child. Like a father who runs to welcome the prodigal home god is faithful still amen please be seated will you also join me in prayer let us pray oh lord our god we bless you because you have promised to help and save your people lord in your mercy We pray for neighbors who are in need, especially for the neighborhoods underwater due to flooding across the east, especially those still threatened by fire and storm in the west. We pray for neighbors right here on Edisto who are hungry, tired, or have no one to turn to. Help everyone to find healthy food, medical care, and good places to live. Lord in your mercy we pray for neighbors who are in trouble for those far away in the Ukraine who are still fighting after six long months and for all others around the globe that face threats of war political danger or oppression deliver them from anything evil and keep them safe away from danger. Lord, in your mercy, we pray for neighbors who are sad or lonely. We lift up Great Britain in prayer as they grieve the loss of their monarch, Queen Elizabeth. We surround with our prayers all those here in the States for whom this day, 9-11, is a day of deep loss and sadness. We pray for so many people who struggle with loneliness, mental illness. Support them with your compassion and surround them with community. Lord, in your mercy. We pray for neighbors who are sick or suffering. Our prayer list grows and grows each week. And these names and these people... Are precious to us. You know their need even without us asking. But we do pray that you pour out your healing power upon them to strengthen them in their weakness. Lord, in your mercy. O Lord our God, let your help and healing shine on us like the sunshine. Give light to those who wait in darkness and guide us on your path of peace. Through Jesus Christ, who taught us to pray together, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. God shows us what is good, and what does the Lord require of us? To do what is right, to be kind, and to walk humbly with God. Let us offer our lives and our gifts to the God who gives us life. Thank you, God, for all your gifts, food and shelter, peace and safety, friends and family, life and health in this beautiful neighborhood. Especially we thank you for Jesus, who teaches us how to serve you and love our neighbors as ourselves. Now send us out from this place to spread your good news of peace with the world that you love so much send out these offerings to with your blessings through jesus christ we pray amen our closing hymn can be found in the hymnal on page 367 but also printed in your bulletin let us sing to the glory of god yesu yesu fill us with your love May God bless you and keep you safe. May God smile on you with grace. May God watch over you always and give you peace. Amen. Like shoes for your feet, put on whatever will make you ready to go and tell everyone the good news of God's peace. Thanks be to God.
2: It takes a village, doesn't it, to run this joint? Huh? It takes a village to run this joint. Oh, I know. Oh my God. Yeah.
0: But anyway, they were the basket, so I'll bring him down. Hey, how is um? Oh, go hey, ahead, go ahead. ahead. Uh, Mr. Al. Uh, 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 L- home. Home.
1: Yeah. He's doing better. Okay. He's, he's still home, and yeah, oh, yes, he said home. he saw him at Estonian. Well, I think with Janie. Yeah. Um, she can't leave it. Okay.
0: To, um, is she able to work from home? She does not have very good internet. Now, so. so, you know, she could if she had good internet. Right. So She's brought him with her sometimes. Uh-huh. And, and his son has come over and sat with him some. Okay. So, um, he needs some sitters so she can get out. Um, they, haven't, they
1: haven't gotten that far yet.
0: No. My next Melissa's my sister's next door neighbor, he's a little bit older than me but, um he had around the clock here, he, um, he had a um stroke, he had brain cancer surgeries and then a stroke and um, his siblings
2: he's single. They ended up having to put him in a home because the round the clock care. Yeah, he
1: was running through know. it. And he's very wealthy successful, but Lord, I, I mean, mean you yeah. you run through it like Oh I know, I know. And yeah. you know he, he's um frustrated
0: and gets angry.
2: we he can't just, communicate you
0: know, and yeah, talk. Yeah, you know. It just doesn't out. Um, so gets. Brantley said he gets Brantley's daddy a little bit slow when he you know, talked to him. But yeah, um, yeah he's um, he was in that old group or well, is still um, the old men the what is that? The Martian the Martian men. I don't know anything about that. Oh yeah. Well Brantley's daddy was um, Mr. Al's friend.
1: Well, he's been around. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's been around a long time. I know what he wants
0: to be on. Well, I hope everyone works out. I know. Well, if something changes, I can do something tomorrow. Call me. Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, wrong day. Yeah. see you
2: Tuesday.